Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What up? What it do? It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Chris Welsh, a.k.a. The Welsh. That's Scott Bogman. A.K.A. Rocket. Wow. Well, I was going to give you a arch nemesis of Swamp Thing, but you ruined that with your rockets. Rocket. Stupid. How many, I, you know, no one says, uh, what the hell did I open Rocket. up with? Oh, just, you're just the worst person right now to deal with. <laughs> Diamondbacks. D-backs. Uh, Bogman life. I just moved. New ah. apartment. Yeah. You know what I like about moving into a new apartment or a house or anything like that? It's the best thing that's ever happened to you for about two months until yeah, you Yeah, and then it. it'll be just terrible. It's again. just like anything you've ever bought. You know when you buy something and someone's like, oh, you got that? And you're like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how awesome this iPad is. And three months later, <laughs> you haven't touched it in four months. You get you're a like, new car. Stupid let me tell you. iPad? Come on. Let me, yeah, a new car. You're like, let me tell you something about a Kia. These Kias are way better than all of these other respectable brands. Trust me. And then you have and it. And eventually like, eh. you run it into a wall and your door is damaged and eh. you have to get out the other side. Dirty or something. Time. It's just like anything else. But that's life, though. Everything is exciting when it's new. Relationships, jobs, cars. And then guess what? We're all back here to figuring out who in Christ is going to be our corner infielder in the 16-man league because there's nobody left. That's no, what we're left with. the Iceman. By the way. <laughs> the, I'm the cooler. Guys, I'm the Everything cooler. was great for me. William uh, H. Macy over here. 30 seconds ago, and you just crapped on everything. You're just like, you know what? Everything is good for a little bit, but really it's terrible. Everything is awesome for about 30 seconds. Right. My birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> Are you excited? Nope. 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 Nope, I got a call from my mom, and we were. Uh, she was just like telling me she's I dealing to with call you today because Sunday I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, well, well, I, ironic. She's dealing with some a bunch of stuff, and she was just like, "Yeah," uh, she's like, I, "I'm not sure if I'm going to make it up on Sunday for your birthday." And I was like, "That's fine." And she's like, "Well, are you sure?" She's like, "There's some stuff going on." I'm like, "I don't care. We're not doing anything." Like, well, you know, why would you ask if that's fine? Yeah, you well, I was, but I was also, I was just like, "I'm not doing anything." And she's like, "Well, you know, like I, I just I'm not kind of prepared, and I don't want to come if you guys are doing a bunch of stuff." I'm like, "No one's doing anything for me." I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> We're not doing anything. I'm like, I'll go for a hike, and then I got to record podcasts later, and um, that's it. Nothing special will happen on my birthday. So uh, do what you want. Come on up. 
Yeah, for your birthday, I'm going to go to my second job because my new apartment is so much more expensive. <laughs> ah, second job. I like it. Will you be catering to other human beings? I will be postmating it up. Haha, <laughs> I like that uh I like that you're serving other people. There's something pleasant about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. You know, it's uh there's no boss. You just drive around, listen to podcast, uh pick stuff up and uh then drop it off. And it's I tell you what it is doing, which is bad for me. It's introducing me to all kinds of brand new restaurants that I never would have thought of and I'm like, like bougie oh. places. This this sounds good here. A couple, you know, like Indian places that I would have never thought of. Oh. There's a new Euro place. But I mean, then oh. there's, you know, they have the Indian hits. Indian food. <laughs> and a little bit of... <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> then uh, they got McDonald's in there. Oh, I introduced play. to McDonald's, huh? Yeah, it's a cuisine. Oh, my God, dude. I delivered to the biggest stoner in the world the other day. He got like... 17 breakfast sandwiches it was ridiculous it took forever uh no i actually didn't uh work on 420 so um yeah i mean it was just ridiculous and then i i got to the guy and uh, like i was kind of panicking because i'm like good lord who, this takes forever uh, hold on, hold on, and i get hold to the guy and, and he McDonald's? just could not care what's that who orders mcdonald's uh someone who is super rich and living off of his parents money but he chose mcdonald's I, yeah, I guess it's cheap. I don't know. It's not like 35 we, bucks worth of McDonald's. That's not cheap. That's a yeah, lot of McDonald's. It's a lot of McDonald's. That's a but lot it, of McDonald's. Okay. Uh, what, I guess what I'm saying is like the stuff at Postmates, like there's people ordering from the Yard House. Like there's people ordering from yard all these other really bougie good. type of places. Like, you know, it, 30, your $35 is going way further at McDonald's than it would at the Yard House, you know. So, so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I can't like... I can't fathom someone being like, you know, someone just ordered like fries and some other type of appetizer from islands. I just like, they're like, I'm really okay. hungry. Uh, I don't want to go anywhere, but I really want something to eat. Are you guys like Postmates? Uh, <laughs> you guys like McDonald's? Like there's, there's McDonald's everywhere. There's a McDonald's more than our Starbucks everywhere. Let me get this guy to come uh, deliver uh, McDonald's to Can our I house. Something? Why is Brian Regan delivering this? Well, because Brian or Regan ordering. orders McDonald's. From Postmates. <laughs> well, I think that there are certain, like, that, so there's a subscription service, Postmates Unlimited, where you get free delivery if you order over 20 bucks. Uh, I mean, you don't have to order 35. Huh? You get but, the whole catalog? Um, we'll say that again? <laughs> Did I confuse you? The whole catalog there? A little subscription service? You get well, the other yeah. sites with it when you order? Well, what it is, it's certain places that partner with Postmates. Food Fiesta? <laughs> if you order uh, ten bucks or twenty bucks worth of stuff, you get free delivery. So people who do Postmates like a lot, you know, people that work from home or you know have a bunch of kids and they can never leave their house or are just fat and lazy like me, you pay ten bucks a month and uh, you know anything over twenty bucks that you order free delivery. Man, so. I'm just too I'm just too cheap. I guess like I just I can't fathom. Like I just just not something gets in my mentality. I don't order food and I don't have think I'll people ever bring it deliver to, to a dad because I think every single dad will volunteer to leave the house for thirty minutes if they can. Anytime so this, I can get out of the house, I'm gone. Right, gone. Like, well, you know, uh, we could probably use more money. Let me get a twelfth job. That would be good. I get out of the house for anything. <laughs> but also, I don't know. I've always had this weird thing, but I don't like like. Like human interaction, I guess is what it is. But like, you know, like I've told, I think I've told you this before. Like when I'm at a store, whether it's a car dealership or a Best Buy, 
Like, I don't want anyone coming to talk to me. Like, I don't like, want to deal with anybody. No, it's not right. that I'm... I'm a, I don't I'm like dick. interacting with people or people bothering me. That Yeah, you sound like a jerk. I, it's not. I'm not going to be rude to you. I just, like, especially... Maybe a car dealership is different. Anywhere else, I just yeah. don't want someone coming up and bothering me when, I, when I'm doing that type of stuff. So same thing goes where, like... They're like they're gonna come. They're gonna ring the doorbell. My dogs are gonna get loud. Like I'll just go out. I can listen to a podcast for ten minutes. Maybe I could listen to I don't know, like in this league on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on iHeart or listen less on demand. Interaction, if you because if you go out, you're dealing with the people on the road, and then you get to the restaurant, and you're talking to the the people up front, and then you have to you know grab your food and take it back in, or uh, God forbid, you go to a grocery store. There's people walking down the aisle. Yeah, but they're not directly people. talking to me. No, they're not, but you still, like, with when you order delivery, you deal with one person. I am a That's ghost it. in the night. I, I, I'm a shadow in the night, my friend. I walk through. Yeah, I had no idea I was doing this segment with Batman. <laughs> oh, Bogman, I'm a shadow in the night. Don't bother me. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you know McDonald's. what? Since you're a billionaire, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, you could probably uh, afford some Postmates. I need a uh, food fiesta. That's a good sight. <laughs> <laughs> get that Cap- mike eats brazilian food that's another website captain servant yeah right. captain servant these are great we, we got a business venture here Pause. we got a business venture uh we got a great show for you besides the eight minutes we just wasted of your life so thank you for sticking around we are going to talk baseball we're going to be talking football of course we one thing we're going to do we started this this is kind of a a shoot-off thing that we do with the In This League Fantasy Football podcast. So if you guys are, I'm telling you, I can't say this enough, especially if this is your introduction to In This League, is this show right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We do so much. We do many, many shows. Too much. Which is too much. Probably not a great thing, to be honest with you. But, you know, we're trying to get out of the house. We're trying to avoid, uh, you know, (laughs) our families and stuff. And we do a couple football shows. We do one for fan tracks, which is the full 60. Full, well, full 60 do, fantasy football. Yeah, actually, you do multiple. But on that show, we just did a 32-pick first-round NFL draft mock draft. So for you guys that are into the NFL draft, which is this coming week, we did a mock draft on that show that you can listen live where we made the picks. But something else we did on the In This League Fantasy Football podcast, which hasn't been released yet, was we put together a early, early, early fantasy football draft. We did a slow draft with some of our ITL army, and we put all this... Rookies available. Yes, that was the big key, is we made all the rookies available before they were drafted in the NFL draft, and we're going to break that down here on this show, before the NFL draft. So we're going to tell you what this early draft looked like, where players kind of fleshed out, which is really, really interesting, where the rookies went, where does Saquon Barkley go. So we're going to do that in the third hour, I think. Third hour sounds good, right, Boggs? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, third hour, we're going to break down this mock draft. We're going to go through the picks, uh, have some analysis on that, especially focusing on the rookies because that NFL draft is coming up, which how stoked are you? Because we are doing a three-day live, like a live draft coverage with Bogman on our YouTube channel. So youtube.com slash in this league during the, is it, you're going to be on during the draft. You're going to be live streaming. During the draft, I'm going to be live streaming and uh, I'm just going to rank the offensive players during the draft. So uh, that is what I'm going to be doing. If you have any questions, it'd be great. It, it is going to be on our Patreon. So uh, if you're up on our Patreon, but it goes as low as a buck. So uh, if you want to jump on that and uh, talk some prospects with me during the draft, it's going to be a great time. So much fun. I'm sorry. I'm totally distracted. What are you well. distracted about? I'm watching baseball, and uh, Carlos Gomez just slid into home, and the, you know the guys are giving him the old slap on the ass. 
and his ass is gigantic. Why is his ass so big? I don't know. It, it's it's Carlos Gomez and then Alexis Texas. <laughs> okay. It's ridiculous. Okay. Here's a question. I don't uh-huh. think we're going to put up as a poll question, and hopefully uh, <laughs> hopefully, no one important at FNTSY is listening to this. But does Carlos Gomez have the biggest ass in baseball? I don't know, man. Justin Upton, pretty large All right. side. Justin Upton with that derriere. Here is what I would say. Justin Upton is the Instagram model of baseball. I don't know if that guy's ass is as big as he <laughs> makes it out Ray. to. That yeah, <laughs> you did yeah, hundred percent. He's who's that chick I just introduced you to, uh, Anastasia uh, Kvitko. Yeah. I like some of that. Yeah, he, he is pushing that thing out. He looks like an Instagram model. Oh, not, he's it, posing. He's posing. He's, he, he's putting that ass out there. So he's got a poser big ass. He's backing that thing up. Ass. What is with that? You know, I um, here, hold on, let me type this in. Big ass baseball players. So look at this. Oh my, oh my God, on IGN. Here's an article from a couple years ago. Years ago, why do baseball players have such big butts? And someone <laughs> I, I think it's the lie. it's the lower half strength that you need to to hit a ball real far or to pitch. Especially a lot of pitchers have big asses too. Is it the is it maybe because there's well you would think a lot of more offensive linemen would have big asses. You know they. Just, How much can we say ass in a segment before it's a problem? I, I don't think ass is really a curse word anymore. Is it? Uh, well, we'll you find can out. say S as much as you want on television. The radio is different, uh, you know. It is. Problem. It but... is, Bogman. It's different. It's yeah. different. Who else? Okay, then now that we're on the subject, who else has got a, a, a big ass? Lindsey Pellis. Lindsey Pellis. <laughs> oh, oh, we're baseball players. Who? Oh, he... <laughs> uh, there's a, uh, there's, do you like uh, tattooed Instagram models? Uh <laughs> We're about to find out. Why don't you tell me? Uh, I got my phone up here. Who uh, who should I maybe like or not like? Uh, Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R. Okay. D-E-K-U. Jennifer D-E-K-U. Deku. D-E-K-U? D-E... Oh, hello. Okay. Um, she, she's just recently enhanced, by the way. Oh, yeah. I see by the second picture. Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah. I am a fan, so let's click that follow a button. Snapchat on there. Too, I will so. be follower seventy one point six thousand on that account. Yes, a uh, big fan of the uh, what was the what was that whole thing called? Remember the the tattoo the tattoo thing? Inked? Nah, not inked. Not Evil Angel. <laughs> not that. But like, there's another Burning Angel. Suicide Girls. Is that it? Oh yeah, yeah. Suicide Girls. That thing. I'm yeah. That. So there's Suicide Girls, and then the porn version of that is uh, Burning Angel. Burning that's, Angel. There that's you Joanna, go. Joanna Angel's site. Would that be also like Annabelle uh, Peaks? Yep. Yep. She's okay. on there. We are giving listeners incredible research. I mean, you guys have got a lot of homework to do. Yeah. After the segment here, for God's sake. But I would say that, yeah, baseball players unproportionately have huge asses. But Carlos Gomez, I don't know how that guy moves. <laughs> well, he moves fast, too. Maybe the big ass propels him. I'm not sure. I don't know. He looks like one of those robots. He looks like one of those robots from like Futurama. It's just a big circle and then like legs that move or something <laughs> like that. Like that's what he looks like. like. That guy going around the bases. Like who's a big like grandma bot thing? It looks like a meatball on toothpicks is what you're saying. Yeah. Justin Upton is in there. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that stands out. I mean, what about the big boys? Jay Bruce? Yeah, yeah. Mike Moustakis? Well, Moustakis is a giant, giant one. Um, 
Yeah, I think any of those, you know, guys of larger carriage in baseball, you know, I think, you know, Bartolo Colon probably just has a normal, like he probably has the flat guy, the, the fat guy flat ass. That's what I have where like I don't have a giant ass, but I'm a big, huge fat guy where you think I have a big ass, but it just all goes to my gut. It just goes nowhere else. Is this the only place well, you can face. safely talk about men's asses and it's not like a thing? Um, I mean, maybe it's a thing. I don't really care. Okay. So, I mean, it, when are you uncomfortable just, looking at Carlos Gomez? Not even a little bit. When, okay. when it's when it's that big, you just notice it. I mean, there's you can't. How can help you it. not? I mean, right? You're just putting it all out there. You're gonna dress like that. You're just putting it all out there, man. I don't it's not know. Not like the guy that. at the Tigers game the other day. Did you see that guy? That guy was an incredible looking human being. No shirt. He looked. He was a woolly mammoth, and he was so sunburnt <laughs> on that stomach. Don't you feel like you're going to find out that that guy passed away in like four days 100%. and then just not be surprised and then at all? Yeah, and they'll have like, you know, Willie Mammoth Day at that ballpark Willie where they celebrate Mammoth that guy. <laughs> they celebrate that guy. People got to know what we're talking about. It's that guy, just no shirt. It was like 40 degrees, I think, but he he was completely sunburnt. Well, he had a, yeah, I mean, he had a sweater on basically, so that's not like he was going to be, uh, not like he's going to have any problems. I wish I had any of that. I wish I had the confidence to go out there looking just atrocious to human beings. I wish I had a nice ass. Yeah, just no, put that looks thing like out I there. Scratched it all away. Yeah, we're not going to be Instagram models unless we get some filters, no. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we need filters on filters on filters. Okay, Jennifer Deku followed. Yes. All right, uh, we're going to talk about some real stuff. How about uh, how about this player? He's kicking the ass, Ozzy Albies. We got to talk about him. Whole bunch more coming up, so don't go anywhere. This is in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says in this league. Hey, Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks? In this league. Oh. Welcome back. It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Check us out, inthisleague.com, for all the laughs, all the good pods, and all the fantasy advice, sports talk. And we got comedy shows over at the uh, ITL Army, if you like that. We just did a funny one. By the way, has there been any can you think of a better marketing like idea than saving super troopers two for four twenty I mean that was pretty uh, that was pretty good but i I tell you what um it might have been bad because the stoners are gonna get uh so lit up and then not go I don't think so they had I haven't seen any of the other numbers but but they had the Thursday showings they made like one point three million on Thursday showings and I know that's not a lot like some sh- movies will make like a hundred million. But think about that from Super Troopers. Well, it's not a superhero movie. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Know. Like, a 1.3 million on Thursday. So take in Friday. There's nothing else really playing right now. I was listening to an interview. Do you know those guys finished this movie, like, eight months ago? But their marketing no, I... team their marketing team said, hey, what do you guys think about waiting? Because 
420s on a Friday, and they're like, all right. <laughs> and they waited eight eight to nine months on this movie to release it on 420, the second of... I mean, Super Troopers is like... I mean, it's if comedy-wise, it's one I can watch over and over and over. It's got to be a top 10 comedy all time. Absolutely. You know, and that's... Like, I'm kind of worried about the next one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I have, I'm not going, I'm not going to go at 420. I'm not an idiot. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I'll see it in the theater, to be honest with you, because next week, by the way, when you're doing, I didn't even mention this before, what, you know, Bogman's going to be doing live streaming NFL draft and stuff. I'm actually off for my, ah, my entire family. You gone. come join me. I'm not doing, uh, you know what I'm doing? I got one of the early tickets on Friday to go <laughs> see um, Infinity Wars. Okay. And I'm doing nothing for two and a half days. Absolutely nothing. Except I, watch I mean, movies. Maybe I'll just watch Infinity Wars. Ah, you know what? Now that I think about it, I might pull a double header and I might actually now next week go see Super Troopers 2 after Infinity Wars. Dude, I'm so behind on movies. Like, I, I, I never got out to see Black Panther because spring training and I had a wedding and I was moving and all that stuff. So I, I still haven't seen Black Panther. Have you seen all the other ones? Uh, superhero movies? Not no, not live. I didn't see. Um, what was the last one? I, I don't think I saw the like either of the last Thor's until they came out. I never saw Doctor Strange. Uh, I you know theaters. I didn't see Doctor Strange in the theater. Like theater. I've seen a lot of them, but I'm I'm I've probably fifty percent on uh, theater or um coming out like the Winter. Uh, no, the Winter Soldier I saw. Theaters are a whole thing now, though. That's part of the problem. Like like I'm not. I I mean no. The only one of the biggest bougiest things like you're the biggest bougie person i've ever seen in my life like you're like I what are you talking no you've always about? like you're like i'm not gonna go see a poor person's tv and standard definition this is like 10 years ago have you seen standard definition it well, hurts yeah, your now, eyes now it does but like the one thing i will not does. do one thing and i will not too. do in my life is go to a movie theater that i don't have an assigned seat oh yeah i mean would you? i'm not an animal this right. is not a third world country when we go to yeah. movies we have our seats and we don't have to fight all the scum around us. We get our seats. <laughs> I preferably probably want my foot up, and potentially I want someone to serve me alcoholic drinks and some food. I don't know why. Uh, I, the last movie I saw in a non-assigned seating, I saw um, The Hateful Eight. And I saw it like t two or three weeks after it came out. And there were like only 14 people in the theater, and I was still pissed. Like I, I think that, for like, no reason. Anyone was around you? Uh, I mean, people, some, you know, they were still like sitting in the same row as me, but, um, I've had that by the way, the worst experience I ever had in my life. I, I snuck away to go see a movie like midday. It was like one of the, the action superhero movies. There weren't more than seven people in the theater. I swear to God, this guy bought a ticket next to my seat. I hate and there why? was nobody else. I, I looked at this guy and I was like. You have murdered someone, or you, you think you, you were going to murder me? he was doing the old toe tap to you? Oh, like, I, I uh, guarantee he was ordering popcorn and putting a hole in the bottom. <laughs> I immediately moved. I was like, I'm like, comedy. I'm not a psychopath, and with seven people in a theater that holds 80, <laughs> going to sit next to you. Because you can't do that with anything else, right? No. I mean, I mean... I guess maybe like a pack of M and M's, but I feel like the M and M's would fall through. I'm not. I, oh yeah, yeah, I see what you were saying. I thought sitting next to people. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you were yeah. meaning that. <laughs> <laughs> Ordered nachos. Get your hand in the hair. Like oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're gonna blister at that point. Those nachos are probably hot. Yeah, so. they don't work. But that's and the whole also, thing. You know, you have to bring a big screw gun for that plate. So yeah, oh, gross. 
But um, that's the problem. It's like you have to do that, but it's also a thing. Like you can't go to a movie and not spend seventy dollars now, even alone. Seventy dollars. Tickets, tickets are like almost twenty dollars. You got to get at least two drinks. You order food. Your you bill have, is thirty forty dollars. Stop that! I don't think you have to get two drinks. By the way, bring bring a flask, dummy. Bring a flask with you and then order a coke and put some you know some low rent whiskey in there. Put some Jack Daniels. I, in I there. don't drink low rent whiskey. Uh, I guess uh, there's yeah. another thing I'm bougie. You remember about. <laughs> you just called me bougie, by I the forgot. way. I, I, I don't drink, like, I don't drink poor. Name all the bougie things I do. Uh, you only order food from people that will bring it to your house. No. Oh, oh, well, what, are you, what are you talking about? You, oh, you, you live off of Uber Eats. Well, maybe. Well, no, I do. don't. I have, I've ordered. Uh, I'm, I'm so broke, I'm doing Postmates. Well, so yeah, I haven't now. ordered food to my. Well, I ordered food yesterday. But before that. <laughs> Before that, I, I mean, in like the day to before too, in a long time. All right, well, let's talk about some baseball. We've uh, yeah, I I just, I just would like you to come up with one, one other bougie thing. Uh, I mean, you're I, I bougie's the heart. Like you have about like a twelve thousand uh, dollar a half a year bill with your cable. Like you have to have a four hundred dollar cable bill because you have to have every single is that channel. Bougie or is that just like I mean that's because I pay for all the sports packages. I don't know. It's kind of bougie. I don't know. I, I think it's just not cheap. Well, let's actually talk about sports for a minute. <laughs> we have successfully killed 20 minutes of this show. We talked about Ozzy Albies. And on the ITL Baseball show, we gave a decent portion of the show to kind of like cover him. We've got a poll that we can actually kind of revisit here. Ozzy Albies is an incredibly just wild story to me. This five foot nine, 160 pound second baseman who's always had a hit tool. I say a hit tool. You know, the guy early in like the 15, 16, he was hitting 300 both across, you know, his minor league levels. 2017, it kind of tapered a little bit. You know, he went down to, uh, you know, 285 from the 300. Never a big homer guy. Never double-digit homers in his entire minor league career. Leading up to the majors. We hit 15 last year between... The majors and triple A. Yeah, yeah, and and before, leading from 2017 in the minors to the majors, or uh, you know, from 2014 to 2017, minor league wise, he totaled 16 homers over those right. four 2015, years. 2015, he just didn't hit a homer. Yeah, so he's never been this like big big homer guy, but we know there has been an adjustment into baseball. Players have made adjustments. Launch angle. Yeah, launch angle has been a big thing that has really revived a lot of careers. So you take this guy who, you know, he was definitely a hit guy. You know, he was a player that you could see hitting 280, 290. But, you know, there was almost this, like, Eric Ibarness that some people could compare and see to him. He has come in and done nothing but destroy baseball. In 2017, <laughs> he hit 286 with six homers, eight stolen bases in... in uh, 57 games last year, he has six homers already while hitting 333. And this is like, he's just wild to me. And the value system that's gone on Ozzie Albies is through the roof. And everybody is talking about it in how do you approach his value right now in redraft and moving forward? I, I feel like he has to be unbuyable. At this point, and almost untradeable too. I mean, if someone wants to offer you something absolutely ridiculous for him, you know, uh, a second round type of person, you know, if, if somebody offered you Anthony Rizzo right now, would you do that? I think you have to, but I, I think, think that's I think the, the line, that want, right? Though. I think any any third rounder because he's putting up such incredible value. I am a little bit concerned that he only. I mean, not concerned, but 
I, he's probably going to run more later, but he only has one swipe so far. He's one but, for two, though. He's gotten caught twice, and he has one stolen base right now. The, the bombs are coming, and today he hit uh, the home uh, a home run off of Syndergaard, and it was the last fastest— night. It was, yeah, last night he he hit a home run off of Syndergaard, and it was the fastest pitch to be hit for a home run this season. It was 99.6 miles per hour. So, I mean, at that point, you're kind of just throwing the bat at it, and it's going to carry because you know, Syndergaard put you all the power You get good contact on, on a 99 right. fastball, and you put it up in the air. Yeah, 100%. That thing and is that's, gonna... I remember Rivera saying that about uh, some of the homers he gave up. And someone was like, are you frustrated you gave up that bomb? And he's like, not really, because if he hits that off of anyone else, it's not going out. It's yeah, they're not all Franchi so Cordero, 489 feet in good Chase Lord. Field. But, you know, they're going to go. Franchi looks like... like his stance isn't the same, but body type, he looks like a left-handed Puig. Yeah, there's definitely two. He, I mean, he's an incredibly, Franchi's an incredibly interesting guy. And, you know, as far as pickups go, I think we had this conversation. We had Jason Collette on, most recently on the In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast, where we talked about Franchi versus Kingry moving forward for the rest of the season. And, I mean, those are legit ones. But, but yeah, Ozzy Albies has moved into this other level. Now, what, what I think is interesting is you say he's unbuyable, I think there are definitely people that he is unbuyable to. There are people that you can approach that you will not be able to buy him. But I do think... And I think that's 96% of people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when I say unbuyable, I don't mean in every single situation. I think Braves fans. Well, no, not even Braves fans. I think people who own... Because, look, and, and this is something that happens to everybody, and this is why it's so hard to trade early in the season... Or with people who, people who planted their flag and said, "I'm taking Ozzy Albies." Maybe they took him a round or two earlier than he was going. I had him high, man. I thought I was going to have more shares because I had him in the 80s, but the guy was going in the late 60s, 70s. Right. So those people that took the risk on Albies and everything is paying off for them now, you know, they're going to say, "Well, I have to get something, you know, higher than where I selected him." And most people aren't going to be willing to part with that at, you know, 20 games in. I think there's some of that, but what I think is happening is there's a... And this is why I think he is buyable. Now, I think we're biased because, you know, we are playing in a lot of heavy competitive leagues, whether it's... And with really smart people. Yeah, whether it's industry or, you know, really it's industry. We've got, like, the occasional home league, but then everything else are... We play with listeners of in this league, like long-term listeners that are part of the ITL Army, and they know how we are. These are hard ass leagues. These are tough leagues. I don't know what not everybody is in that. So you've got a lot of people that are just standard casual baseball fans that might not they might not be podcast listeners. So you come in and you offer a, a Darvish for a Ozzy Albies. I think people I think a lot of people are going to pull that trigger like, well, I need pitching. You know, Ozzy is actually not even my starting second baseman. I got him from middle infield. He's probably I think playing that high. range is good. But I don't think Darvish is a guy just because he started out. Not so in the competitive leagues. I don't think in, in the leagues that we do, I don't think people are doing that type of stuff. Let's t- talk about the poll that we put up. Paul. We would have put up this poll in the last episode, uh, the baseball pod, which was fascinating to me. Cause, uh, and I almost didn't put it up because I was like, I don't know, man. This, yeah, you know, what you said, you're like, is, that too, is this too much? I thought I was being too overdramatic in the conversation of Ozzy Albies. But uh, guess what? I wasn't. Because I said, who would you rather have rest of season? Would you rather have Alex Bregman or Ozzy Albies? And the voting, it started kind of wishy-washy in the whole process. After 24 hours, 
we had, it was two or 300 people. I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me. The voting finished 50-50. And in the late run, I, I quote or retweeted it with about five hours to go just to put some commentary on it. And there was a time where Ozzy Albies was up 56 to 44 and it finished out 50, 50, 50% of people. The comments we got on that uh, poll were people, Ozzy Albies, just insanity people. Like, this is I don't think Ozzy was, Albies. I don't think there was one comment that one. said, you have to take Bregman in this like because you have to wait for the rest of the season to pan out. It, it's Ozzy Albies fever. It is. He, I, I think right now in the obtainable universe of players, he is the hottest name in baseball. Bryce Harper is not obtainable. Zero, chan- zero <laughs> chance you can get Bryce Harper in a trade. Unless maybe you offer Ozzy Albies. Are you say okay? So I'm looking at NFBC, and uh, the the av- the ADP from uh, three one, so March first to March twenty sixth. Okay. And yeah, I, I just want you to take a crack at where Bregman was going first, and then where Albies was going. Okay. Overall, I, and this is NFBC, so these are competitive ones. I'm gonna say that and these are more risk taking leagues. Yeah. Too. I'm going to say Bregman was going 36 and... 31. Okay, or even higher. And Ozzy Albies was probably going 75. 103. Wow, really? I had I ranked Ozzy Albies, I think, like 85 in my he ranks. Did go, he did go as high as 49, but he went as low as 165. Wow. So his range was gigantic. So uh, th- there were some people that were just all in on this Albies thing, which is that's why I think it's going to be hard to trade him because I think in the majority of leagues, Ozzy Albies was going right around then, uh, you know, right around that that 50 range, 60 range. Bregman, f- he went as high as 18 and as low as 48. And that's wild, man. If 50% of people want Ozzy Albies over Alex Bregman right now so, because Bregman is struggling and Ozzy Albies is destroying the world. And I just figured this out because I'm dumb, uh, but Ozzy Albies going as high as 49 and, is, and Bregman as low as 48 in zero leagues, zero shares of leagues, did Albies go ahead of Bregman ever. And in less than a month, or a month essentially, the tides have changed where Ozzy Albies is that hot of a name right now. You're, we're talking about, because a big question became, and I saw our, my buddy James Anderson from RotoWare kind of tweeting about this, like in, you know, in redraft, where would he go right now? And I think he was kind of talking like fourth round type of stuff. We're talking about Ozzy Albies as a third round value. So the thing I tell you, if you are in a trade talk either way for Ozzy Albies, you need to know the perceived value is probably going to be in the third round range. You're going to pay, right. have to pay a heavy price. There's a part of me <laughs> that could be down with some of the price, but I'm going to hold to saying I still want Alex Bregman. I think he is wildly underperforming, and I think Ozzy is a bit overperforming right now. Not to say I legit, I think I said it on the show, Ozzy could be a, a 15 homer, 20 stolen base while hitting 280, 290. I don't know where the runs uh, the runs are probably going to be over 100 at this point. The guy's got 20 so far in April. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be a third round value, but I still want Alex Bregman in this. Where do you see, do you see his value as a third or fourth round or are you not buying it? No, I I'm I'm buying into Ozzy Albies right now and I don't 
I don't want to get too overhyped on early performance, but this is a guy with a pedigree and he's performing. So I think that uh, he his value is going to sustain that value because right now he's playing like a first rounder. I don't think that's going to stay, but he is going to be very valuable this year. All right, well, we'll finish up a little bit more talk on Ozzy Albies. We'll talk about maybe some other hot guys. No big butt guys. Hot guys. We don't need any more asses, but we'll talk about some hot guys, maybe some pitching woes, and then, don't, believe me, we got fantasy football to talk about, baseball, NFL draft, all that stuff. So don't go anywhere. This is in this league right here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name's in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey. No, stick it in that in this league. Crazy. We own websites that are more appropriate for stick it in there. No, I own websites because I own the websites. And then every time I have to call stupid GoDaddy, there's an issue with, I see you own GoDaddy or you own in this league and weirdholes.com. There's a verbal contract on an episode that I can prove if it were to ever grow big. There's a verbal contract of us purchasing this uh, in our collective agreement there. But speaking of which. We do a lot. So go to InThisLeague.com. I'm not going to even try to list off all the stuff that we do, but no, there are prospect podcasts, and there's uh, baseball, football. We do comedy shows at the Army. Uh, we've got a couple. I mean, I have one show on Fantrax that I do with Bogman. Bogman's got, like, two others that are coming out. IDP and College Fantasy. I would say a little oversaturated in this league. <laughs> We're yeah. oversaturated. A little, uh, little much, but... There's too much Bogman in the Welsh out there. I mean, there is physically. Yeah, I know uh, yeah. in a physical standpoint, there's far too much weight. But I'd say there's, there's, there's a lot. I mean, if you really like us, you absolutely love it. There's just a lot of content. Though I would say this, though. The radio show is probably one of the best things we do because it is very freeing. We are open. Ah. You know what I mean? It's, we're, we're open to just kind of go at like it. Like going commando. Sure. It's the full Monty of our <laughs> podcast because, you know, everything else is about an hour. You know, we got to get all the stuff in. We, it's not that it's structured, but we're purposely not trying to go. We are three hours on this show. People don't realize this. We used to be an hour. We were a one hour <laughs> show when we started almost two years ago. Then we went to two. And apparently we were like so much and somebody at the network liked us. They literally asked us to do three hours and that's where we're at right now. We'll do three hours until Bogman ruins it by me winning the bet and cussing on the radio, and then we're fired. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to be that guy. You're going to be that guy. No. I mean, we both we both come really close before, so. Yeah, but I would also say, though, like, 
Like, there's worse things. Like, Tony Sincata said, like, worse stuff on this network. <laughs> He's implied worse things before. That's for sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's funny. So, <laughs> it's actually not that funny now I think about it. Mike Cardano, big uh, bigwig uh, at Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, which, by the way, us, uh, why don't you bring up Cardano? I'm going to get us fired. No, I'm, I'm going to give Cardano credit. He's got a brand new show, by the way. It's before Carton's show, Monday through Friday. It's called Talking Trash with Mike Cardano. So, go check that out. But Cardano shared this thing on Facebook of Tony Sincata. It's actually one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. And it's a great look into, into Tony, by the way, Tony Sincata. It was this video he did breaking down how to eat an Oreo. And it started with him talking about, like, like you know, like raising children and Shove stuff like that. Mouth. It's like raising children. <laughs> I mean, that was poor timing <laughs> of what you just said based on what I said. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the worst timing. Thank you. But he starts breaking down how to eat an Oreo. And think of how it can go wrong breaking down an Oreo and then know that it goes that direction in the video. Oh, so it goes towards a uh, sexual area. Sure. It's uh, Tony at 2 a.m. in the morning who decided to do a video. And he's in a suit, by the way, at 2 a.m., and he's eating an you Oreo. Need 2 a.m. suit. Yeah, I mean, that's a big important thing. Now, wait a minute. Was his suit, can I ask you this, was it uh, a character or an animal? Because the first show I ever did with Tony, uh, it was with Jake Seeley. We were doing some on target. And uh, Jake was talking to him about buying the San Diego chicken head because apparently he's into mascots and stuff like that. And uh, he said, wait, yeah, wait, 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 Jake, wait, hold on, hold on. Jake, I cut you up. Jake is into mascots. No, 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 no not Jake. Uh, Tony, like <laughs> he. He saw Jake saw the San Diego chicken head is on sale. I saw it too. It was some Bleacher Report thing, and uh, you could buy it for like two hundred fifty bucks, or it was on eBay and the bidding was at two hundred fifty. Oh, I don't know, whatever. And uh, Tony launched into this. Yeah, a lot of furries would like that. And he said like, Hey, Tony, are you a furry? And he, Tony, I th- I think Tony said yes. I mean, I could be misremembering or you know. Uh, uh, remembering incorrectly now for comedic or scarred sake or for whatever. life or scarred for life. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or I could have been scarred for life. And I, I was just like, Hey Tony, uh, it's nice to meet you, man. You know, <laughs> cause it was the first show I'd ever done and we're two minutes in and he's talking about furries or how he is a furry. I the the most recent show also with, uh, that I did, cause I haven't done a lot with Tony, but it was, uh, with Jake on, it was on target. It was, uh, Jake and Tony. And the first segment we talked about Tom Brady's son kissing him. So it doesn't, uh, t- like, wait, I guess we just get together with Tony and it's going to be sexualized much, Oreos and issues. How much do you think I could sell weirdholes.com to Tony? To Tony for? I, let's find out. Let's, let's make some money. <laughs> let's us make some money. Let's All right. us. It's yeah. my dollars. Us. You let's, make the money. Let's do that. All right. Uh, we were talking about Ozzy Albies. We Speaking were. Of furries. Yeah, and so okay, so Ozzy Albies, it's it's hard to regain my momentum here. I know, I'm really sorry. It's I'm probably thinking about furries eating Oreos. It's a whole thing. It's probably difficult for the listener as well, to be honest with you. All right, so we're talking about Ozzy Albies, and we compared him to Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman went 31 
I just want to go over some players that went after him okay. and see if, like, is Bregman the actual line? Are these others, like, Insta accepts? Or are we talking about some other players a little bit lower that you'd be like, mm, you know, maybe I'll take X over Ozzy Albies. We're the only show that can go from furries to Tom Brady's son kissing him to Alex Bregman Ozzy Albies trades. Yeah, I think this is probably a world's first. What an accomplishment. All right. That's right. That's why we win no medals. Um, All right. So Josh Donaldson is immediately behind Alex Bregman at 32. I'm sorry, who? Josh Donaldson. This is NFBC, which is a little more risky. So you're going to get, you know, other players going ahead of established guys. But I mean, it looks like it might make sense now with uh, Josh Donaldson missing all this time with the shoulder injury and. You know, they said he's good and he should be back soon, but I don't know how much I'm buying. I mean, is that maybe the most difficult one? Donaldson, her, I. An injured Josh Donaldson, former first round pick. Easy. Yeah, man. You know, for MVP. What are you doing? What are you doing? You answer first. <laughs> you answer first. Uh, I believe I asked you this question. Uh, I would probably take. Mm, it's That is. I'd take Albies. I think I might take Albies. And to me, it's That's not about so like, hard. if they were both healthy, I would take Josh Donaldson easily. Agreed. But I, I'm I'm afraid of this shoulder injury flaring up again, and they have decent replacements. So, you know, they could easily baby Donaldson back because Solarte's been playing uh, third. They brought up uh, Lourdes Gurriel the other day, and he's been playing uh, fairly well in his start. So I, I think that uh, That's I think a that tough I, one, man. Yeah, that is a tough one. So, I think that's one that I that you probably try to make a two for two. You're trying to balance a little bit just to like minimize the risk because I legit have a little bit of a worry that Ozzy Albie's let's say worries Ozzy's is going to come back just a tad bit. But Donaldson holds a lot of risk right now, just based on these in, this injury stuff. And I, I do think he's he's going to be able to come back healthy. I don't know, man. That one I said Ozzy, and I'm starting to art like. You'd have to get you'd have to get me within five minutes of that trade to accept it because if I think right, I, I right. think about it too long, I'm not It'd sure I do. Waffling it. waffler, yeah, right? Who else? Uh, well, the next hitter is you want to throw some pitchers in here or just do hitters? Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, Carlos Carrasco. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it in the next segment, but pitching is just going downhill really fast. Yeah, here's the deal: if Carrasco's your number one, I don't think you can do it. If right. he is maybe your two, I think you could maybe do it. Jacob DeGrom, instant no. No, no. for me. Yeah, no. Not doing that. Uh, Kenley Jansen, I'm instantly doing. I am trading Kenley Jansen to acquire Ozzy Albies, yes. Brian Dozier. It's a no for me. I'm going to stick with Dozier. Let me look at Dozier's numbers, though, because I like this one because you're trading position for position. And right. I think it's really important to actually do this one as well because I think – this is the ultimate, like, has Albies passed this posi- this positional rank? And right. Dozier is hitting 281, four homers, two stolen bases. Hmm. Low BABIP. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Dozier. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Corey Seager. I'm going to do it. Yeah, me too. I own some shares of Corey Seager, too, so send me offers. Jose Abreu. Nah. Mm, no. Christian Yelich. Yelich already been hurt. I don't want to do it, but I'm doing it. I'm not doing it. 
I think Man, I might I'm do surprised. It. I'm surprised you're doing that. One. I think I might. Well, I just said I don't want to do it. Uh, a healthy cre- you'd have to get me on struggle bus or injuries. Well, Yelich is back though already. Yeah, just I just flip flopped again. I'm not. Doing it. <laughs> That's uh, why Albies is so tough. He is tough. Uh, this one, this one is going to be ultimately tough for you. It's Andrew Benintendi. Can't Andrew Benintendi is one homer and two stolen bases. I can't see two sixty-seven. What this is is this is more about <laughs> me personally. Like I and I, and I mentioned this. I mentioned this in the prospect podcast, and I I've mentioned this on our uh, baseball podcast. I just have a really hard time going out and selling with this small of a sample size established players. Even though Alex Bregman is struggling, I don't want to go and move him. Even though Albie's, you're doing it the right way. You're not acquiring, you know, like uh, another struggling bat. You're acquiring someone who's red hot and has a lot of value right now. But Albie's, if Albie's tapers back, you're talking about like a 70 range guy. I think for me, it's going to be really hard because I just flip flopped. I flip, I kind of flip flopped on Donaldson. I flip flopped on Yelich. I don't. And this think... is why I feel like it's impossible to trade for or away Ozzy Albie's right now because that. I mean, look, that you know. There's not a whole lot of people that know more about baseball than you, and you're flip-flopping. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how is, you know, how are, you know, rubes and boobs supposed to make this move? Yeah, you know? well, I mean, and that's that. That's where the, you know, when you see transaction trends and whatnot, you're going to see it from ruby booby type of trades. You know, and, you're and the people listening are also, you're on our level. Like, I'm not saying you're rubes and boobs. I'm saying the you people might, in But you league. might play in a rube and boob league. Right, right. That's what I'm saying is, you know, uh, there's no some rube is going to see if our buddy Chad saw had Ozzy Albies and I offered him, uh, you know, whoever Starling Marte be like, well, no way. No, I, I got it. This guy's amazing. Well, what about that? Now, I'm going to go in. Uh, I'm going to go insta pick. You got to make a decision real fast. No waffling. Are you ready? OK. Starling Marte. I'll take Ozzy. Marcelo Zuna. Ah, oh, Instant, 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 instant. I gotta look at I'll go Albies, I guess. I think I will off on that one. Albies. I'm going I'm going Buxton. Hoskins. Hoskins. Upton. Upton. Carlos Martinez. Martinez? I think that's the line because Rendon Albies. Yeah, uh, Archer, Albies. Yeah, I think he belongs in the fifties. Like, like that's that's the price that you want to pay. You want to pay the the fifty to sixty range player, but I think the inherent cost is probably in those guys that we really waffled about. Like, that's probably what you're going to have to pay to buy them. But if you're comfortable with trading some of those guys in that range, I think like what you said, our our rube friend Chad, if you <laughs> offered Chris Archer for Ozzy, he had Albies. And you offer Archer. I think he looks at that and he's like, well, Archer is like an ace. And I can trade away Albies, who I got like in the ninth round. Yeah, I mean, oh, but Archer's terrible. And we're going to talk about him in the next segment. And he's, But he's awful. Yeah, well, so, didn't he just have a good name, game last night? Give up two? No, he sure didn't. Oh, he didn't? Uh, I was maybe, he gave up, maybe he gave up two when in you were watching. <laughs> okay, in one inning? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Okay. Didn't end that game very well, so... But yeah, I think that's the line because the rest of these guys, I mean, they are there are some tough ones. I mean, Posey, Ozzy, uh, Andrus before he got hurt, uh, Scope is hurt. Will Meyer just came See, back. See, but that that's yeah. why it's so apparent that like Ozzy's in the fifties. 
uh, Pollock? Because you're a Pollock guy, and he's hitting very well. He he didn't play last night because he ran into Chris Owings and had some type of, uh, you know, issue, but... That's a really, really tough one because he is four homers, four stolen bases. His average is pretty low, though, which I don't love. His strikeout percentage is really high, though, right now. You know, I'm taking Albies. I might take Pollock in that one. Yeah, Pollock had a stretch uh, where he was like 0 for 13 with nine strikeouts, and then he hit a bomb to jump out of it. I think Pollock is one of those guys that could win four of the five categories against Albies, to be honest with you. Right, right, but I mean— He's not going to because he'll play 120 games. So yeah, it's also possible. You know, I, I that's why I would take Albies and, and premium position if you're looking at both these guys. So it, it's a fascinating argument. I would love to know: Have you traded Ozzy Albies? Have no, you have you traded him away? Have you traded for what does that trade look like? What a what a uh, a coup you could have got if you made the move in the first like week or two. Like you, yeah, you probably have somebody really upset at you. That is a very, very legitimate. <laughs> you know, what would be a great one, Boggs. I got one for you. Uh, Albies or Otani. Ooh, well, when you can, when it's a daily transaction, and you can play him in both spots. Mm, man. Uh, oh man. Oh man. Oh man. I think I'm going to take Otani. Oh, baby. <laughs> Down by the river. I want to put that poll out there. Oh, I kind of want to know. Do, do, yeah, do that poll. I'll put it up. Okay, Here, I'll put it up. You going to do it? All right. I'll retweet yeah. it. Yeah, people that, like that, you better anyway, so people, more people will vote. So. Uh, yeah, that poll, that's true. I am more popular. Yeah. yeah. Why um, is that? It makes no sense. Absolutely uh, because no I'm like so. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe is it they feel sorry for you, or am I that unlikable? Uh, you're a combination. So, I mean, I like you. I think you're a cool I guy. don't really like me. So, I guess well, that's probably the problem. Well, so. <laughs> that's like one of those things. Like, it's hard. It's going to be hard for people to like you when you don't like you. Uh, that's true. You yeah. know, I, I started the show as all positive. Oh, all this great yeah, stuff is great happening. Point. You know, the Diamondbacks are awesome. The Rockets are in the playoffs. Hands just up. moved to a great new apartment. And then you're like, yeah, everything's cool for like 60 seconds. And then everything's terrible again. Yeah, there so. was a time where I was within like f- like four people of surpassing you on followers on Twitter, and then something just happened. I just was unliked again, and then you went like <laughs> you're like thirty more than me now. And I and I think I might have been happy had I passed you, but it's just uh, it's you're not gonna, gonna happen. you're gonna pass me at some point. So, uh, I you, so you're you're a bigger Twitter user than I am. You know about all the Twitter fights. Doesn't you know matter. About the, you got a cat. You got a versus uh, pitching ninja. You know about all that stuff. Ooh, so. We should talk about that. Let's talk about that. You got a cat in your profile though. I do. I have, I do. I have me a... in batting practice at the Diamondbacks. Yeah, you have that like angsty, weird picture that you clearly took that you're trying not to look. I did look not. You took. No, I, I was I was batting. That was actually a oh, professional photographer. Yeah, I, about the one where you're up against the cage. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that one's that one's on the Instagram. No, <laughs> that's, the... oh, that's my art picture. Yeah, hey, everybody. Like, what is this guy doing? How you doing? No, this one. That the picture on my uh, profile is the one a professional photographer took. That when I saw my stomach in it, I was so upset, I immediately started working out and had to lose 25 pounds instantly because it's the most depressing picture. Like, I look at those things, and I've never hated myself as much looking at those. (laughs) So, self-deprecation, my friends. All right, don't go anywhere. We got a whole bunch more. Finish up with some baseball talk. We're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns and the ridiculously chaotic thing they want to do with both of their first-round picks. And we're going to talk to you about our very, very early NFL mock draft for fantasy. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back. We'll be back. 